Just wanted to let you know that I've spent the last 15 minutes of work thinking about and singing the Trivial song. (laughs) Get out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) It's what you've done to people all over this great nation. Yeah. I love that he sent me that text while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, here it is. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode 24. 24. 24 hours into this episode. We've been recording now for 24 hours, guys. This episode takes place between the hours of 3 and 4 p.m. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing well today, and thank you for downloading. We are back in Monica's apartment with Puka and Murder Face and uh, some Miller High Life Tallboys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, classy. <laughs> when are we going to get our tall boy sponsorship? Uh, Just in right life. after this episode. Just I in think. life, we need those. <laughs> um, we have a very fun show for you today. I do need to share something or ask you something. Okay. Um, I heard this news this morning. There's a new doctor for Doctor Who mm-hmm. coming this Christmas. Yeah. And it's a woman. Mm-hmm. Jodie Whittaker is going to be the new doctor. 17th yeah. doctor, I believe. I found that out today. How do you feel about I a think that doctor? is amazing. Jodie Whittaker, who I don't know very well. I did see her in the movie Venus with Peter O'Toole. This was, oh God, 10 years ago now. But uh, I don't, I haven't, I, she's in an episode of Black Mirror. I can't remember which one. But when I saw her picture, I, I knew who she was. I think she's in like Broadchurch. Is that oh, what it's called? That could be. I've never watched Broadchurch. I'm not sure. I don't really know who she is either. But yeah. either way, I'm super excited. This is the first female doctor. Yes, it is. They've have they ever like flirted with this before, or is this just brand new territory? Um, they kind of flirted with it. There was like a female Time Lord. Okay, and there was a. There was another Time Lord, the Master, who's like kind of the enemy of Doctor Who. Okay. And he regenerated into a woman. Oh, okay. So they've kind of played with this concept before. Yeah. So does that mean that his, that her travel companion will be... I hope it's a young, hot guy. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. <laughs> I mean, you might as well do the whole thing. Or a hot young woman. Might as, you can do go both ways. Well, usually the doctor and the companion don't have like a romantic relationship. Right. It's it, just some tension sometimes. Their only romantic relationship is in your uh, fan fiction blog. Mine? Yeah, exactly. Doctor. I can't hmm? believe you've been reading that. <laughs> Out now on WordPress. <laughs> How did you even find that? Exactly. Um, <laughs> doctor. Hmm? Doctor. Hmm? <laughs> Um, what else can we talk about before we get started? Oh, the tournament. The I think tournament. there's a tournament going on there and I is. think people are excited about it. People keep asking questions about it. Uh, I keep giving answers about it. <laughs> um, lots of people playing, go to quizfix.net slash tournament and you'll see the standings after week four today, Monday, when you're hearing this on the 17th is the beginning of week five, which are just about the halfway point. But Mm -hmm. there's plenty of time still to qualify. So even if you're a little bit behind, get out and play all the quizzes that you can. what's the most uh, questions that you get about it? Uh, The biggest question I'm getting so far is, what are the rounds going to be? And I'm playing a little coy with that right now. I can't um, tell you too much. Well, yeah, we're not going to get... This will not be a thing where you can plan for uh, or study for. This is going to be very much a surprise. We want all 15 teams to have a fairly even shot yeah. at winning. But there are going to be three random knowledge rounds, right? I think we're going to go that way. Yeah. Um, 
and then a couple of audio rounds and a video round, but uh, subjects uh, to be announced at the finals. So you're just going to have to find out when you get there. And those finals are Saturday, August 26th at 3 p.m. at the local 907. So qualify, get there, and win some hard, cold cash or some cold, hard cash, whichever you prefer. What about cash, cold, hard? That's weird. (laughs) Dr. All right. Are you ready to start this thing? Ready. Let's do it. Now it is time for the lightning round. And again and again and again. It's a lot of lightning. All right. <laughs> I have five questions for Monica. She has five questions for me. What is my subject this week? Your subject is Disney movies. Ooh. I... Yeah. I wrote, we'll find out. I wrote around about Disney movies, and I did not send it to you. Yes. So I get to use them That's for perfect. the lightning round. That's perfectly all right. <laughs> My lightning round for you is the word teen. The word teen will... Uh, teen, come, like T-E-N? T-E-E-N will appear mm-hmm. in all of your answers. All right. Teen numbers, I guess we could call it that. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. You want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay. Here we go with the lightning round. Uh, question number one. Uh, which constitutional amendment ratified in 1920 allowed women the right to vote? I think it's the 19th. You think correctly. Okay. Well done. That's the most important one. That is a, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> a lot of good ones. That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah. Question one for you. What song from a movie that Disney has never released on any home video format in the United States due to controversy mm. won the 1947 Academy Award for Best Song? That is Zippity Doodah from Song of the South. Yes. Zippity Doodah, Zippity Day. My, oh my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine heading my way. Zippity doo da, zippity day. Mr. Bluebird <laughs> on my shoulder. That's it. We're done. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> we just got an Oscar. Uh, question number two for you What 1982 hit by Stevie Nicks do many listeners think is called? Just like the white winged dove. I don't know what it's called. I thought it said wild winged dove. It says oh, white. Yeah. White winged dove. <laughs> uh, teen heart. Yeah. No, it's called Edge of Seventeen. Oh. Okay. Which she says, I think, once in a song. Yeah, it's I, was, one of those I songs. was trying to go through it and I. I don't remember here. On the edge of 17, just like a white window. Okay. It seems like a Sandy song. It just, it's, <laughs> we call those Sandy songs. <laughs> Sandy, that's your song. <laughs> All right. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Number two for you. What Disney movie was the first animated feature to earn more than $100 million, even though producers originally doubted it would make much money because it was a girl's film? I'm going to guess the first one I thought of, which was Little Mermaid. Yep, that's it. All right, good. It was either that or Beauty and the Beast, so Little Mermaid. So before The Little Mermaid, the movie that like made the most money for them was Oliver and Company. Oh, the little kitties. And they didn't think the Little Mermaid would do better than Oliver and Company. Oliver Oliver and Company is Because is only okay. girls would want to watch it. Uh, yeah. No, that's not true. No, I'm not saying it is true. <laughs> I'm just, I'm doubting their, uh, I mean, kids love Disney movies. Yeah. Boy kids, girl kids, they all love the Disney movies. I feel like to be like a movie producer, 
you just have to be so out of touch with everything. Like, what is up with that? It's like their own stereotype. Well, now it's easier because now you just say, does it have a superhero in it? If so, let's make that movie. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so sick of those movies. Yeah, me too. I'm not a fan in general. Right. It's also like the fact that I don't really like bacon, and now bacon is in everything, and everybody's obsessed with it. It's like that. Well, our friendship is over. <laughs> Why ha- does everyone say that? No, we're, you're, you're fine not to eat bacon. Okay. It just means more bacon for the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, there you go. Uh, question number three. Teen Mom, the MTV reality show, is a spinoff of what other MTV reality show? Um, Is it called 16 and Pregnant? It is, and I you get that, and I actually got it backwards. Sixteen and Pregnant is the original yeah. show, and Teen Mom is the spinoff. But you got oh, it anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got those That's things backwards. I thought, I thought and Teen you... Mom was the original. Yeah, I yeah. have actually never seen either of those shows. I have uh, no interest. Yeah. Why would you? I don't care about teens, and I don't care about people who are pregnant. No. <laughs> Monica is a humanitarian, everybody. She loves you all. She just she just has a weird way of showing it. Just meow it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three for you. Before Mickey Mouse, which of the seven dwarves was suggested to be the sorcerer's apprentice in Fantasia? Mm, dopey? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I can see Dopey, like, chopping up some broomsticks and them attacking him and then getting up there with a floppy hat. Maybe that's what it was, with the floppy hat, because oh, I think yeah. Dopey kind of has a floppy hat in the thing, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Question number four for you. Question number four. Which 1980 horror movie takes place at Camp Crystal Lake? I know what it is. Okay. It's Friday the 13th. It is. Teen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Teen Wolf. Teen Witch. Number four for you. What actor was the first to receive a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actor for providing a voice in a 1992 animated Disney movie? Well, 92 is Aladdin. I can show you the world. Well, then it has to be Robin Williams. Yep. For the genie. Yep. Yeah. Last question for you. Question number five. In the UK, what kind of vehicle is called an articulated lorry? L-O-R-R-Y. Oh, 18-wheeler? It is an 18-wheeler. Well done. (laughs) I knew it was like a semi-truck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Number five for you is actually two points. Ooh. 1940. That's a great year. Yeah. That was the first year that Disney released two full-length feature animations in the same year. Mm -hmm. What were they? One is Pinocchio. Yep. The second one's going to be harder, but I'm going to go with the first guess again. I'm going to say Dumbo. No. Mm. It was Fantasia. I actually mentioned it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Tricky. Not a trick question, but tricky. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cool. So you got five. And you got four. Well done. Well done. We did. We were both strong on those categories, and uh, we will cut out the uh, the parts of uh, Puka in the cat box. <laughs> Puka in the cat box. Oh no! Oh no! It's serious. Good job, Puka. Good job, Puka. Good job, everybody. That was the lightning round. <laughs>
come on to the theater. Hi, diddly dee, an actor's life for me. A high silk hat and a silver cane, a watch of gold with a diamond chain. Hi, diddly day, an actor's life is gay. It's great to be a celebrity, an actor's life for me. It is now time for game prep. Wasn't that uh, that song featured on the very first podcast? Oh yeah. <laughs> never, never quite goes away. No, that's on my my little infinite loop. Yeah, is the uh, oh yeah song by Yellow. All right, here's things you might need to know at this week's pub quiz. July seventeenth, nineteen eighteen, the RMS Carpathia. Famous for rescuing 705 passengers from the Titanic in 1912, sinks after being torpedoed by a German submarine. That seems a little ironic. What kind of ship was it? It was just a little dinghy. No, it was like a. It was like a <laughs> full on. It was like a full on ship. Like I mean, a, was it like a like a military ship? No, I believe it was a passenger. Well, it was RMS, so that means that it was uh, it was naval. It was a Navy ship. Okay. Yeah. Now that I think about it, if it was RMS, Royal Majesty's Service, I think. I don't know. Now I'm just making things up. So uh, you can... That's good in the game prep section. Yeah, exactly. Make up facts. Yeah. They might be on the quiz, you guys. RMS will probably be on a quiz someplace, but I'm not going to tell you what it actually means because <laughs> I don't know. So go look it up. Do some work out there. We can't do everything for you. <laughs> July 17th, 1955, speaking of Disney, and we were, Disneyland opens in Anaheim, California to members of the media and special guests. The park opened to the public the very next day. Uh, ABC broadcasted the private opening of the park live with uh, co-hosts Ronald Reagan and Art Linkletter, and that day was also Art Linkletter's birthday. Now, I know you're familiar with Art Linkletter, but do you know who Ronald Reagan is? I feel like we've mentioned him before. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy. But uh, you know what? What? I bet Art Linkletter was the first person to go to Disneyland for his birthday. That is. He is. <laughs> he is exactly that. I wonder if he had got to wear the ears yeah. and got to like you know get his picture taken with Minnie and, uh-huh. and uh, Goofy, go on yeah. the teacup ride and and yeah, that must have been a wild first. I what I was reading on today is that people were like climbing the fences trying to get in and all this sort of stuff. It was wow. pretty crazy. Yeah. July eighteenth, nineteen sixty nine. Happy birthday, Manasori. Murakawa. Happy birthday, Manasori. A Japanese pro wrestler who performs under the name The Great Sasuke. Wait, no. Is that how you say that? That's pretty close. Sasuke. (laughs) Sasuke. In 2003, he was elected to a prefecture assembly, making him the first masked legislature in history. Yeah, he wore a mask as a wrestler, and uh, he is—he goes down in history as the first masked man to uh, to. Uh, so he, be he a wore a mask all the time. Well, he ran as this wrestler, and I think during his uh, campaign, he was wearing the mask that he wore as a. He's the fourth wrestler in Japanese history to be elected oh, really? to some sort of political. They're big on the wrestlers. Over oh there. my god! I think he was the first non sumo wrestler to be mm. uh, uh, elected to political office. A July 18th, 1992, a photograph of a girl singing group called Les Horribles Cernets becomes the first photo to be posted to the internet. Uh, they are named after CERN, that is the European Organization for Nuclear Research. I cannot see how that won't end up on a quiz at some point. Um... But CERN is where Michelle De Janeiro, one of the girl group's founders, worked. Uh, they, uh, the girl group worked at CERN, and they wrote songs about working at CERN. And apparently Michelle was in love with a fellow physicist, 
and uh, wrote a song about this uh, physicist called Collider. To fix a voltage leak in your collector You plug my feelings into your detector You never spend your nights with me And you don't go out with other girls either You only love your collider But yeah, first photo ever posted to the internet, and you can go find that out there. Just look up Les Horribles Cernets. July 18th, 2013, the city of Detroit declares bankruptcy with $20 billion in debt. The largest city ever to go bankrupt. That was kind of a big deal a few years ago. That was after the big car bailout, which I know Detroit is big on the car industry, but it didn't solve all of their problems. Um, I don't know if they're out of what their situation is now, although I hear that it's starting to be revitalized a little bit. I think it is because I think a lot of people moved there because it's super cheap. Right. And they kind of have like a new artist and artistic mm-hmm. uprising there. It's one Midwest city and one Midwest state that I've never been to. Never been to Michigan. Never been to Michigan. Mm-mm. July 19th, 1553, Lady Jane Grey is replaced by Mary I as Queen of England after only nine days as Queen. She is ultimately sentenced to death by her cousin Mary, who goes on to become known as Bloody Mary. Let's go into the bathroom and say it in the mirror. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. Do we get a, a, a Bloody Mary cocktail if we do that? Because then I'm in. Then I'm Every in. time you say it, you just get it. Like somebody just sticks their hand through the mirror and hands you a Bloody Mary cocktail. If you just go into a bar, go into the bathroom, say Bloody Mary three times. When you go back to your table, Bloody Mary will be there. That would be amazing. July 19th. 1848, the Seneca Falls Convention starts in Seneca Falls, New York. It's the first women's rights convention. At the convention, with assistance from Frederick Douglass, they draft the Declaration of Sentiments, which includes language on wage equality, education rights, and the right to vote. Yeah. Commonly thought of as the beginning of the women's rights movement in America was this uh, Seneca Falls Convention. Frederick Douglass was there, and he was he wanted them to include language on the right to vote, and that turned out to be kind of controversial among the women there. There were some women who didn't think that that was necessary to to have. I don't get that. I don't know what the thought process was back then as as either. I I, I don't guess know. Ann Coulter is like older than I thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, some guys walk on the moon. Apollo eleven <laughs> lands on the Sea of Tranquility, and Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walk on the moon while Michael Collins sits in the window and watches sadly. Saying, I could, I, I could be out there. Tears down his face. This might be the week again where I asked the Michael Collins question. So everybody, just remember Michael Collins was there too. Guys, Michael Collins gets very sad. He was the other guy. He was the other guy. July 21st, 1983. The world's lowest temperature in history is recorded at the Vostok station in Antarctica. It was negative 128 degrees Fahrenheit. Can I can I say something about that? Did I say it wrong? No, no, no. Just can I say something about 100, negative 128 degrees Fahrenheit? Yeah. That's that's pretty cold. <laughs> that's, that's chilly. You might want to wear a sweater. Yeah. Or seven sweaters. Bring a sweater. Bring a sweater and a scarf and don't go there. <laughs> That'd be the other thing. Although I have to say I am fascinated by places like Antarctica. Obviously, 
I'm not going there anytime soon, but Mm -hmm. it fascinates me that people live there and it's just, they just deal with it. I watched a documentary about some, you know, station where people live there Mm -hmm. and it's normally during their summer that everybody goes there. Yeah. And then when the winter happens, like the planes don't really come back for a long time, but there is like a small group of people that stays the whole winter. Right. I think I've seen the same documentary. And like they have no sun. Right. And they, I think they use like those lamps. Oh, right, right. Those to try and help. But they get like a weird, like they start getting like memory issues. Sure. And they like go a little crazy. Sure. They'll like walk into a room and like completely forget what they're doing there and they'll get all weird <laughs> finally I, the sun comes back i hope those people have a robust internet connection so at least they're like got some connection to the outside world oh would they have that oh my god i hope they have like like unlimited netflix <laughs> download i think i, mean, yeah, just, I think they actually something. party a lot too oh i would bet <laughs> especially at first when like the supplies uh you know, ship leaves for the last time you're yeah. like okay woo, we're the last 40 people here or whatever yeah and then when the ships come back there's only 39 people left <laughs> what happened to that 40th person they probably ate him actually that uh what's that movie the thing. Oh yeah, that happens. Oh, that, oh, oh. <laughs> I love that. Movie. That's a great movie. It is so good. Oh, Kurt Russell's hair for days. <laughs> that hair. <laughs> All right, last one. July twenty second, nineteen forty. Happy birthday, Alex Trebek. Happy birthday, Alice <laughs> <laughs> That was her double, daily double sound. <laughs> yeah. Before hosting Jeopardy, he hosted several game shows. A few. Uh, he hosted a Canadian high school trivia show called Reach for the Top. <laughs> he also uh, hosted a craps-based game show called High Rollers, which I remember from my childhood. And an updated version of the $64,000 question called the $128,000 question for inflation. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. twice as much. Yeah. That's pretty much what he's done with his career is host game shows. Well, he's good at it. He's really good at it. Now, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Mustache or no mustache? Because when I was growing up, he had the mustache, and now he doesn't have the mustache. I still sort of miss the mustache. I remember the mustache. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I would say for him, mustache. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. I think, Alex, bring back the mustache. (laughs) Bring it back. Bring back the stash. He does a little cameo in an episode of the X-Files. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You said that so sheepishly. (laughs) The thing that I know about him is X-Files related, guys. Most things that I know are X-Files related. All right, everybody. That is game prep. Time for tips and tricks. It's tips and tricks and trippity texts. Tappy to Tom Tom Pippy to be plam. <laughs> You're running out of ideas, aren't you? <laughs> Just getting warmed up. All right. We uh, said last week we were going to do this, and so we're going to do it right now. Uh, we, a uh, few episodes ago, went through our fantasy quiz teams with fictional characters and asked you to write in. We got a few responses from that. Before we uh, get to your responses, let's remind the nice people what our picks were. Want to do yours first? Sure. My picks were Data from Star Trek, 
Lisa Simpson from The Simpsons, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, Jim from The Office, and Vampire Eric from True Blood. Right on. Uh, mine were Columbo, Gloria Clemente from White Men Can't Jump, Detective Arthur Dietrich from Barney Miller, Lucy from the movie Lucy, and Rob Gordon from the movie High Fidelity. Uh, but now let's get into some of our listener picks, and there are some good ones here. Uh, let's just go ahead and start off with the first one here. Uh, the first person is Michael Roy. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. He picks Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory. That's a good one. Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> just from, just from, from Lucifering. Wait, from isn't that a show, Lucifer? Oh, he didn't specify if that's a character from a show or if he's just talking about the devil. Okay. So I'm going to assume he's talking about Lucifer from Hell. I think it's from the show Lucifer. Okay, Cups. I'll take I'll, I'll I'll take what you got. <laughs> okay, but I've never seen that show. Neither have I. Tony Stark, Iron Man, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I finally just watched that movie for the first time. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Hermione Granger, great pick. from Harry Potter, and the Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, and he didn't specify which which Sherlock he wants, but uh, just Sherlock Holmes as a as a thing. Yeah, that's a, those are good picks. Now, I want to ask you something: Are there any of those people that you would take and put on your team right now? If you could sub out one person, you don't have to tell me who'd kick off, but tell me who you would want to recruit from that team. Probably Sherlock. Sherlock's a good one. Yeah, I wouldn't want Sheldon because I think he would annoy me. <laughs> I'm not sure which Lucifer we're talking about. Yeah. I think of, of this group, I would like to have Hermione Granger on my team. I think she's done the book learning. We might have trouble getting her into the bar. Yeah. We'll have to go to the all-ages quiz. That's a good, good, good team. But you know the thing about Hermione is like, yeah, she's a smarty, but in like potions and mythical beasts and magic i think she is what about like real shit i think she's uh she's adjustable so i think if she knows that it has to be about a certain kind of thing she'll go out and learn the thing that she needs to learn oh okay. so if she knew it's like so you oh, need to give her some time yeah it's like hey we're gonna go play this pub quiz in a couple of weeks and it's all pop culture i think she would dive into pop I culture see. stuff and just be raising her hand crazily every time she knew something. It's <laughs> she like, might you don't be have a, to raise your hand. She might have the genius Tourette's. She might, she might shout out a few <laughs> answers. Yeah. We'll have to tell her. Um, all right, let's go on to a fearless leader who has, uh, submitted before. Thank you. Fearless. Uh, she says Spencer Reed from criminal minds, his prose, according to her is a photographic memory that would come in handy. The cons is that he's schizophrenic. Yeah, that might That's be a, a pretty drawback. big con. That's a pretty big con. Her second one is Sherlock Holmes, and she specifies the Benedict Cumberbatch version. Mm-hmm. Pros is that uh, Monica agrees. <laughs> uh, weird facts and insight. He's a, a very insightful person. The cons, drug addiction, and that stupid pipe. Might get a little well, annoying. Well, Benedict. Doesn't really use the Yeah, pipe. I was going to say, that's uh, not quite the Cumberbatch Sherlock. But I, I get what you're saying. And uh, he's not, he doesn't, he's not super, like, drug addict either. Yeah, just he, a slight, just a slight problem. Uh, she also has The Brain from Pinky and the Brain. That's a good one. Uh, pros, devious mind. And the cons, <laughs> the bar might not allow a rodent into the bar. Which is, yeah. Just put him a in thing. a dress or something. Uh, and then she also has Hermione Granger. Uh, the pros, very smart and might have some magic spells she could use to conjure up some right answers. And the cons, uh, but wouldn't that be cheating? <laughs> yeah, that that's technically cheating. If I see her out with a wand, I'm going to call her out on it. Uh, you got to put your phones and wands away, everybody. And then her last one, she says, "I'm uh, the one I'm surprised wasn't on either of our teams. Will Hunting from Goodwill Hunting. Uh, pros are a fantastic memory, adorable Boston accent, plus he likes a pint or two. 
And the cons is that he might beat up somebody else from another team. <laughs> yeah. How do you like them apples? <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to do this one. If I could change one, uh-huh. I would probably take Will Hunting on my team. Yeah? Yeah, on this team. I mean, I already took Hermione Granger, but on this particular five, I think I would take a Will Hunting. I'm going to have to disagree with the fact that a Boston accent is adorable. Well, she liked it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to each his own. I'm just saying. He's wicked smart. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me. That's all right. Next, we have Lisa Baker. Hi, Lisa. She sent in last time, too. Mm-hmm. And when she did the real people, she had them play their fictional characters. Yeah, remember? she kind of already sort of went this way. So it's almost the same list. Yeah. <laughs> Woody from Toy Story. Now I have to stop right there. <laughs> what is Woody going to know? I, I love Woody from Toy Story. But Lisa, what is Woody going to know? Well, maybe her strategy isn't about winning. It's about fun. Okay. All right. Which is how I play trivia. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm sorry. My my bad. Woody's on. Good. Right. Continue. Olivia Pope from Scandal. Okay. Han Solo. Great. Cliff. Cliff Clavin from Cheers. Oh, I just don't know about this list. I know he's usually wrong, so maybe he learned something. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. Maybe this could be an educational experience for Cliff. And the fifth team member on on The Real People was Oprah, so she can't be on. Right. So instead, I nominate Abed from Community, who has a crazy amount of pop culture trivia knowledge. That's a good one. I have never seen that show. So Abed is a uh, is a, a character who just he soaks up pop culture and thinks of it as real. Mm-hmm. So, but he can rattle off pop culture stuff. So he would be great for for a quiz. Um, so okay, I'll throw this back to you on this list. These five people. <laughs> who do you want? Who would you take? Got to take one. I have to take one. Yeah. I think Olivia Pope. I'm in. I'm in for Olivia. She'd know a lot of stuff about government. She would be very knowledgeable on legal matters. Probably has some good history knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in for that. And she's not above a little scandal. (laughs) All right. Uh, Carl Rice, a first-time contributor, gave us an all-cartoon team. Uh, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. Thelma from Scooby-Doo. Murdoch Nichols from the band Gorillas, and uh, Susan and Mary Test, the twins from Johnny Test, a cartoon I've never seen. Me neither. But uh, apparently they are genius twin sisters mm-hmm. who uh, do tests on poor Johnny and have lots of uh, science and science fiction knowledge. So he's like their lab rat? Yeah. Um, I'll take this one. Uh, You're going to take the twins, aren't you? <laughs> that's two spots. I can't take the twins. I only take one. So then I have to choose between Susan and Mary. I'm just not going to do that. I'm not really sure what they know. Um, Dexter's too young. What does Thelma know? She she's knows a, how to wear glasses she, and a sweater. I'll, tell, I'll say she knows. She's adorable, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. And I don't know what Murdoch Nichols brings either. He's kind of the the uh, cigarette smoking bass player from Gorillas. Oh, he's pretty cool. He's looking. pretty cool. I'm going to take Murdoch for intimidation value. I think Seriously? he would stare down. I think he would stare down uh, some uh, an opponent. How how intimidated can you be at trivia? Do people lose because they're intimidated by another team? It happens all the time. No. I'm doing it right now. Okay, you're right. I'm yeah. wrong. There you go, Murdoch. <laughs> you're on the team. Next, we have Charles Duncan. Hello, Charles. Another pick for Will Hunting. Yeah, starting to really think about that on, on my main list. Jessica Fletcher. Oh, nice murder she wrote. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Lizbeth Salamander, who is from The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Computer expert, sure. Okay. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Liz Lemon. Funny. That's awesome. And probably has a really good, like, literature knowledge, good college knowledge. College knowledge. Lots of uh, movie knowledge, too, probably. a lot of pop culture. And Mr. Peabody. Good good, uh, all-around history, science. Mr. Peabody's a good one. And he's going to treat you like shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come along. (laughs) Come along, boy. All right. You have to take somebody from this list. Liz Lemon. Ah, I knew you were going to take her. That's a good one, though. I think she'd be great on a pub quiz team. And she'd be probably really competitive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Becky X, another new contributor. Thank you, Becky. She's got Walter White from Breaking Bad. Got some good teacher chemistry science knowledge, maybe. Uh, Professor Utonium from the Powerpuff Girls. I'm not familiar with Powerpuff Girls. I know who they are, but I don't know the I cartoon. I think that might have been like kind of their dad or father figure. Yeah, I was looking up the pictures, and it looks like he was kind of the one who sort of like wrangled the Powerpuff Girls, kind of kept yeah. them kept them going. The professor from Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. whose name I think is Roy Hinckley, is the character's name. Yeah, this is what years of writing trivia does to you. This is what you do, I get it. C-3PO and Doogie Howser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So on this list, I am definitely, without a doubt, taking Walter White. Oh, really? Yeah. You gotta go, like, pre- Crazy time, though. I think any time of Walter White, he at least knows his science stuff. If I can get him to sit in a chair for a moment, he's going to answer some science questions that I have no idea on. And then he's going to murder you. Maybe. Or have you killed. Yeah. That's fine. As long as I can win the... Con- yeah. If that my- show got so dark. Yeah. Like, uh, it hurt my soul to watch it. <laughs> it did get to the point where it was like I was kind of watching that show through the like the fingers on yes. the face, like something bad's going to happen. I would wait like months and be like, I'd have to finish it. It I'm took like, me a while to get I had, through like, all eight the episodes left or something. Yeah. I'm like, but I know something terrible is going to happen. Yeah, and it did. Yeah. Oh, it did. And like every episode. <laughs> yes, it was dark. Uh, All right, last one. Take it away. Last one is Andy Bernard. Hello, Andy. Uh, First is Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen, Mm -hmm. which I don't know anything about. He exists outside of time, so he's already experienced the whole quiz, and he knows how it turns out. Spoiler alert, we won. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Professor Charles Xavier... From X Men, mind reading powers. I don't think I could convince him to use his mind reading powers to cheat, though. But if anyone on our team had an answer on the tip of their tongue that they couldn't quite remember, he could access that part of their subconscious and help them relive the experience. Now, how do we, as hosts, stop? So, so far, we have to expand our rules: no phones, (laughs) no wands. No telepathy. Well, you know how we stop that is we wear Magneto's helmet. Oh, everybody has to wear Mag- <laughs> We should make everybody at the finals wear Magneto helmets so there's no telepathy. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, continue. Number three is Mewtwo from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Another mind reader. Jeez. His whole team is people who can cheat. Yeah. Another mind reader, hopefully much more willing to use his powers selfishly. And you don't have to worry about him saying answers too loud because he talks exclusively through telepathy. I see where, I see where Andrew's, Andrew's going. <laughs> Number four is the Oracle from The Matrix. If she knew Neo was going to break that vase, she definitely knows the answer to number five. <laughs> Logic is there. Fine. <laughs> and the last one is Master Billy Quizboy from the Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. How could I not? That's great. 
So, yeah, he's got, like, the all-cheat team. <laughs> yeah. Except maybe for Master Billy Quizboy. I think he's the one that just knows that. But things. in the show, he cheated at trivia. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, take somebody from this team for yours. I'll just take the whole team. You're going to take the whole team? <laughs> Come on, narrow no, it down. Okay, narrow okay. down to one one of these that you know. Dr. Manhattan is the big blue uh, guy from Watchmen. I don't know if you've ever seen Watchmen. I haven't. I haven't. read it. But, uh, yeah, big blue uh, superhero guy. I think I would probably pick... Billy Quizboy. Interesting. I would pick Professor X simply because I'm envisioning that this means I get to hang out with Patrick Stewart. Oh, totally. Yeah. It would have to be that one. Yeah, just because it'd be like... Yeah, he'd be in character, but every once in a while, you know, you get to ask him some Picard questions. But you still get to hear his voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want him to be like, I wouldn't care if he shouted out answers. I'd just be like, what's the answer to number one? (laughs) Number one. Number one. Engage. Well, those are all great. Those were fantastic. Guys, everybody, thank you so much for doing that. We will post these on our website very soon, along with some pictures. And uh, please, if you have any comments, questions, or want to still submit your own team, we'll talk about it at some point if you want to do that. Yeah. So uh, quizfix at gmail.com. Get it in there. And thank you guys all for playing along. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. All right, we're going to do an audio round challenge for you all that uh, has to do with the fact that Game of Thrones came back on the air this uh, last weekend. So, if it's Monday, if you're when you're listening to this, it yes. was last night. Yes. Um, so hopefully you guys all saw that. Um, this round is going to be some TV theme songs. We're not going to meow them. So you're either <laughs> sorry. So either sorry or you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, these are all theme songs to cable network television shows. Um, your HBO, your Showtimes, your Cinemaxes, your Stars, Stars, your AMCs, anything that's on, uh, on off of uh, the uh, broadcast networks will be fair game. So we'll play a clip, one point for each one. Send those in to quizfix at gmail.com. Here you go with your audio round. Your audio round starts meow. One. Little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky-tacky, little boxes, little boxes, little boxes, all the same. There's a green one. Six. I don't know who you think you are, but I 
All right, that's it for the audio round challenge. Send those answers into quizfix at gmail.com. You got all week to do it, so what what are you waiting for? Just send it on in. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, Monica, tell everybody where you host during the week. Tuesdays, Fitzgerald's in Ballard. Wednesdays, the Blue Grouse in Georgetown. And I am Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in uh, Tacoma. And Thursdays at the local 907 in Renton. All of those start at 730 and all of them are free to play. Skylark is all ages, and Blue Grouse, as long as summertime's hitting, is outside and dog-friendly. Dwags. Dwags. And uh, pretty soon we're going to have some fun announcements of some new places where you can play Quiz Fix Trivia. So stay tuned for that. And as always, if you want to get in touch with us, let us know uh, things you want us to talk about, questions, comments, Find us at quizfix at gmail.com. Also remember tournament players, quizfix.net slash tournament to see your standings. Um, and review us on iTunes, why don't you? If you're listening to this and you're liking it, go give us a five-star review. It helps people find this podcast a little easier. Um, we would love it if more people were listening. That would be good. Yeah. All right. That is it for this week. Thanks a lot for downloading and listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.